0: Four men, one, one podcast, podcast in the SU
1: pod. Hello and welcome to this week's SU pod where we'll have uh, myself, uh, me, Colin, Dean, and we've also got an interview with Helen Jameson from Learning Services which we'll bring you a little bit later on the show. Um, but as per usual, let's start off with a few of our news topics for the week. Now I thought this, I saw I thought this one, I saw this one and I thought it was particularly funny. And I thought you two would both appreciate this, being that I'm a Christian, right? Oh, on so the podcast. it starts off...
0: On the podcast. No, job seeker
1: <laughs> cites God as a reference on his CV. Oh, Jesus Christ. Plucky <laughs> candidate listed Can the Almighty God. as a reference on his CV, which joins a long list of silly things employers uh, have read on job applications recently, according to a survey by CareerBuilder. So we've got... I mean, there's, there's all sorts of time here. One candidate boldly claimed that his experience included being master of time and the universe, whilst another listed Vikings as his direct descendants. Jesus Christ, you're all sorts these days. That was was (laughs) hilarious. Billy,
0: can I just stop you there? Because it's a bit inappropriate. I mean, you know that elections are coming up. I can't get re-elected. And I obviously need a job, so... You know, you publicly humiliate me like this.
1: I think it's... (laughs) It's quite appalling, really. Dean's <laughs> Dean, quite short sure on Do title yourself as Master of Time and Universe? No,
0: I, as, as God. So oh, I mean, right, right. I put myself down as a reference, but it didn't, didn't really work, so... You know. <laughs> well, and they laughed
1: at me. But I'm looking for a job. It's harsh times, oh, boys. I see some tumbleweed.
2: He's so egotistical It's just ridiculous.
1: So, um, I don't know, what, you, what have you got you to say? you referred that,
2: to yourself as God, potentially, to 23,000 students. Please don't put that
1: in. I think we should start again. I'm worried about him. Um... So, Colin, what have you got to say on this? Anything interesting?
2: Um, I just think it's crazy what lengths people go to these days. I mean, we get. To see, I used to. Where I used to work, I used to see people's CVs, and some of the stuff like, that people put on it was ridiculous. And, like, I used to ask people about their experiences and stuff, and they used to say, like, you know, putting Keller's boxes on the shelf was good organisation skills, and they were in a swimming pool. And it's just, some things just aren't relevant. These, I don't think God would count so as a decent yeah. relevant.
0: To be honest with you, I'm more concerned about the. Um... You know the job centre guy who came on BBC News and uh, had this oh, rant yeah. about why uh, why he should basically be on the dole and and, and, and me and Colin, as, as as many of you might know, we have quite opposing views politically. Uh, you know, I'm I'm quite left and, and I'm quite right, and Colin's in quite more, right more ways uh, than one. It's, it's always a big amount to say that you're wrong, but anyway, um, you know, um, we had this we, we've had conversations about you know state benefits and stuff like that throughout throughout the time we've been in in office and. Um, <laughs> when this guy come on, I mean, he just doesn't help my argument, really, to be perfectly <laughs> really honest with you. I'm there going, why are you saying this? Oh, well, yeah, I'm happy on my 30 pounds. He, but he, he, the funny thing is he said, me and my family. Hello. And I think... I couldn't live on £30 a week. You have about probably about four kids and It's stuff mad. Like
2: that. This guy basically was on, the, was on BBC, and he was, saying, he was saying, he was down south somewhere, and he was just basically saying that he gets his doll, and he's happy on his doll, and he goes for job interviews because he asked to keep getting a job seeker's Allowance.
0: But tells them that and, as
2: well. And he them. says to me, don't, I don't want any job, and I have to do this because it's part of my allowance. So they don't employ him, obviously, because he doesn't want the job. And then he carries on this 30 quid and supports his family on it.
1: Do you know what? I've got another story around... Um, being jobless you guys might have seen this it was an internet sensation on YouTube there's this guy in America who's homeless and um, people would drive past him and he'd say things uh, for money because he's got one of these like golden radio voices a oh, real blooming voice and to the point where because he's been on YouTube he's been offered jobs all over the place now yeah. I think it's like the Cleveland Cavaliers or something this big um, like YouTube thing.
0: offer people jobs
1: like, based they're on, they're like, a, like a these, these cars will drive past and be like hey say something and if will be like you're all listening to the best of the best on Gold Nordies or something like that obviously a lot better than that he gets paid for it now I don't obviously we do because you get paid fun. to do this yeah, touche so. It's not my primary job. It's embarrassing. But um, but I mean, I'm just looking through this. There's <laughs> there's a guy here. It says uh, others took a less imaginative route to completing to completely ruining their chances of employment. One person simply listed their name and address and wrote underneath it, "I want a job." <laughs> <laughs> That's <is> brilliant, I <laughs> oh, <dearly, mate. laughs>
0: want a job. <laughs>
1: Society. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, that's not really the way to sell yourself, and neither is What's, using an email address so called... Sorry, an Billy. Sorry. Uh, you've always got to be
0: careful. You've got to pick up on his little comments. What did you mean <laughs> by society? What does that
2: mean? Just, just one person! What a state have we got to where people are, you know, ending up, We have said, I want a job, and putting God as reference? Because so. in the
0: 1930s, no one did anything stupid. In the early 90s, you know, these things didn't happen. So, How
2: do you know that? It's just between 1997
1: were and 2010. You're still in an nappy. It's also, uh, <laughs> or, or specifically <laughs> pointing out, as one job hunter did, that he was not a gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a job, please? I'm not a gypsy. <laughs> When so people deny things straight afterwards, it just you
2: makes them sound more guilty. Do you know what I mean? Saying that I'm not a gypsy straight away just blames you probably are.
1: It's like when those people, anyone who says I'm not this, is like it's like that um, adverse, okay, adverse effect. So like people, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, how people go, I haven't farted. Yeah, you instantly yeah. go, well, you have. You, you just, just you just instantly. Yeah, come and up nobody with that, else you. knows, and you've yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I do know what you mean. It's typical. Instant denial usually means I've done it. Second one. This one was quite funny. Right. Gunshot victim, Darko Sangamano, has stunned doctors by sneezing out a bullet that hit him in the head. (laughs) Just let you take that in for a second. Uh, 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 The 22 caliber round entered the right side of his head, passing behind his eye, hit a bone in his nose and finally lodged in his nostril before being sneezed out in hospital. 0.22. That's a fifth of an inch. It's in your brain. And you just spat it out. Sneeze.
0: I don't even really know what to say to that. When he sneezed it out, he didn't shoot anybody,
1: did he? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got a funny joke around that it's is definitely not appropriate for the podcast do not say it <laughs> tell us
0: afterwards
1: I'll tell you afterwards but what do you think of that because we had because last week I told you all about this woman in America who'd been shot in the head the bullet had entered ex, entered the back yeah. of her head and exited the front of her head and she's going to make a full recovery she's congressman not she? yeah, well, I
0: thought you were going to say oh, she's dead now <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. she's,
1: she's going to make a full recovery and we've got this guy who's been shot in the head and he just sneezes out the bullet like, has he got an allergic reaction to guns or something? Maybe bullets are getting safer. If bullets are getting safer. What do you reckon the chances are of you not dying?
2: Oh, it's ridiculous. Scenario? It must be one in millions. Especially shot in the head. Can you imagine if you went to kill somebody, you shot them in the head, right, and they didn't die, and you got arrested, and you got put in jail for it? You'd be good. And you tried to get rid of
1: somebody, and that happened. That's definitely attempted <laughs> murder. <matter. laughs>
3: Colin speaks from
0: experience. Students of Agile, you have just got a glimpse of Colin Gibson's mind. <laughs> you would be more gutted of getting caught. <laughs> well, no, but you know what I mean. I've woken up in the night with him putting a gun at me.
2: Like, for example, uh, Jeremy car. Kyle, right? You oh, Go went to shoot him, right? Because you don't like him very much, to say the least.
0: Say the least, yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> and he went through Went through and he survived perfectly, and you went to jail, you'd be upset, wouldn't you?
0: I'd be more upset he didn't die. I'm being fair. Yeah, well,
2: see,
1: that's Going exactly to jail, what I mean. Are you saying that, that you would quite happily see another human, person, human being on this planet dead. I think we're getting into right. a tangent now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So, um,
0: moving on. Jeremy <laughs> Kyle. Not any person, just Jeremy Kyle.
2: Not anyone. There's nobody else. Good Dean trying to think of people. He could, he could quite so happily say. Let's, let's move head. on.
1: We're going we're gonna to take you through now an interview that I uh, went through earlier with Helen Jameson from Learning Services. Uh, he has got a bit of information about what's going to be going on, so I hope you enjoy this. Awesome. So today on the SU Pod, we're joined by our special guest Helen Jameson from Learning Services. Hi, Helen. Hi, yeah. So first of all, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role within the university and what your job entails on a day-to-day basis?
3: Okay, well, my job title is Customer Services Manager for Learning Services. Basically, Learning Services incorporates the university libraries and the link building so I manage everything in terms of physical help desks support you might get over the telephone and email student IT support and then all the traditional library things as well like membership issue and return of stock and things like facilities including copying and printing that type of thing
1: that sounds like it certainly sounds like a, a lot of work to entail in sort of one job aspect
3: yeah it is a really busy role I've got a really good team of staff that work for me there's about 30 people in my division so that ranges from student assistants who do you like shelving and tidying mm-hmm. for us? And they they're from the student population, so that's really nice that they can help us out with that.
1: Now, how long have you been involved in working uh, within learning services? Now?
3: I've been in learning services about thirteen years.
1: So I imagine you've seen quite a lot of changes across the university. I in have, your time at this I
3: course. have, and I was a student here before <laughs> really? that as well. I
1: mean, because so, I imagine over the last thirteen years, one of the big things that changes has been the number of students at yeah. university, and obviously lots of new buildings going up. So you've seen a lot through your time. Now.
3: Definitely, it's interesting because. Everything seems to be moving electronic these days, but our footfall is still going up and up and up Mm. in the library, so that's quite interesting that people are still choosing to come in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what would you say is your your favourite thing and your worst thing about your job or about... Uh, what you do at the university?
3: I think the best thing is when September and October comes round again and we get to see all the new freshers. And it's really nice being able to help them settle in. Obviously, in the first couple of weeks, they're not as interested in the library as they are later on. (laughs) But once they get involved in the course, we can help them find resources and access information that will really help them you know, get better marks and really access the resources that they need for their subject. I think the worst thing is sometimes having to be a little bit like the police and monitor the noise and the mm-hmm. you know, use of Facebook, etc. because we're hoping to keep the library as a study environment, really. But students really like to come and use it, so it is very, very busy. It's a yeah. popular place.
1: I know it can be quite effective, not just as an academic base in the university, but quite a lot of people come and use it as a social they space do. as well. They yeah. So. yeah, yeah. So uh, I know one of the reasons that we've actually to come along today is because you've got a particular message you'd like to bring across to the students about um, something that the library is looking to roll out in the next few weeks or so.
3: Well, we're always looking to take on board student feedback, and one of the main things that students have been asking for is for longer opening hours in the library. So they've often asked us to go 24-7. Now, we have got a 24-7 PC room in the Link building, but students still were interested in the library opening later. So last term, we ran a pilot of midnight opening, that ran up to christmas and because that was so successful we're running that again so from the 7th of march to the 14th of april the library will be open until midnight mondays to thursdays so although the help desks won't be open the building will be open so you can access pcs the book stock you can issue material return material so basically everything that you would do during the day with just a little bit more self-service
1: That's terrific. And I know that a lot of students will find they've got assignments and work that has to be in around that sort of time frame. I'm sure there'll be a vast amount of them will find that extremely beneficial for their course and for their studies.
3: Yeah, and also the students should see postcards around the building promoting it. And on the back, there's an opportunity for them to feed back to say whether they liked it or didn't like it. So if students could give us that feedback, it will really help us make a case for making this a permanent thing.
1: Terrific. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to have okay, you on the show. And we obviously thoroughly hope that the, the extended library hours really are really a terrific success across the university.
3: Yeah, great.
1: Thanks, Thanks again. Thanks. There was Helen Jameson there talking about the library opening hours. Um, so you got a bit of a glimpse of, of when they're going to be opening and stuff like that. And uh, what the benefits that's going to have to students who've got work to complete in April. Dean, I think it's, it's terrific news, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is fantastic news. Um, especially when um, I haven't got a clue what you're on about. <laughs> the live opening Why hours is Billy you saw it. stroking my face? <laughs> that is so inappropriate. <laughs> you were stroking my face. I was street. stroking your face out of affection. You were doing it to try and put me off. To be These fair, it did work. the
2: news. You made the live open hours one of your things you would like, manifest to him like, last year. Yeah. And instead of you just forgotten what he was on. about. <laughs> it
0: was yours. That thing. is very true. Um, no, I spoke with... Uh, I think it was, it was with Helen. Yeah, it was with Helen and Alison. I'm glad that um, you remember. I do now. It's coming back to me. I think something happened to me about six months ago, and I don't know what it was. I got elected. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been that. And I, <laughs> I did have to have an effect on anybody's I just, life. I just forgot everything. Uh, I remember things for four hours, and then it goes. Um, no, I remember having the conversation with Helen, and, and she's, uh, she's been really, really helpful. Her and Alison have been.
1: So let's talk about a few things that we've got coming up now. Um, the big one is elections. Nominations open uh, on Monday, so the 28th of February, you'll have two weeks. Is it two weeks? Um, yeah, there's two weeks um, where you can hand your nomination. And basically what a
2: nomination is, for those you, like you, you go and see uh, Sarah Ellis, our assistant returning officer, um, you'll get a form off Then you need to get um, nominated by a person. Um, seconded. And then seconded, so you need two people to nominate you. But all they need to do is put the name and sign it. Um, then... Longside a nomination form, get a manifesto, hand that back in, and then you're just waiting for the elections to start.
1: You have to have an electronic version of your manifesto as well, though, remember. Yeah. You, if you're going to be handing in a paper copy, you need to make sure you have an electronic version. And there's lots of positions available uh, this year. There's going to be the four sabbatical positions, which are full-paid jobs over the course of the year, which include the union president, the vice president of the arts and science faculty, the vice president of the health faculty, and the vice president of the education faculty.
2: Um, one of the best things about what we're doing this year is we've had a bit of a change from last year where we have the VPs that we have at the moment with the communications activities and and academic, I know you forgot your name, Billy, um, because them roles, in a sense, were quite restraining to them certain things. And next year, similar to how Dean's had this year, he can pick and choose and things that like he, he's passionate about. So if you were the VP of FAS, for example, and you're really passionate about a certain area then you could really concentrate your time on that. And at the moment, we're quite limited to, like, I'm stuck in communications campaigns, in a sense, and I can't really get involved in stuff like to do with welfare with Billy because that's, like, his side of things. But under this new system, you're much more free to pick and choose to do what you want to do. Um, Mm -hmm. So I hope, really, that's uh, opened it up for a lot more people to get involved, really. And especially in education and health, where there's so much more things we can do. Um,
1: It really gives you opportunities. You can just choose what you want to do and, you know, crack on with it, really. One of the key things to remember for elections this year as well is that um, for the previous years, all of the election is done via a paper ballot in a, in a ballot box in the library, in the foyer of education, and one around the terrace. So, unfortunately, this week we're not joined by Pete, who's away. I, I know one thing I do
0: want to talk about, oh. genuinely, and I think it'd be interesting to talk about. Them. I want to talk about technology, and I want to talk about the iPhone. It's a beautiful piece of technology. It is a beautiful piece. I, well, I, I, want, to amazing this, I want to have this discussion now because it's been on my mind for ages, right? Mm. You know, BlackBerry and iPhone, yeah. Yeah. I hard. don't understand why people get Blackberries, and I want people to email in, right? At SU President, what's my email address? What's my SU President? What's the rest of it?
1: How can you not even remember your own email address? Email me on
0: that and tell me, give me a good reason why BlackBerry is um, is, is, is 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 better than the iPhone. Some people like bones. Sorry, buttons. some
2: people like buttons, and they've got buttons. That because, is not a
0: tangible reason. Because the touchscreen like, is too good on the iPhone what? for buttons to be. And actually, funky... those buttons are smaller than my pupils. Right? They seriously are. I look at the size of my hands. The... They're sausage thing. I can't touch a BlackBerry. I, I, I literally cover three numbers it, or three buttons. With in my the phone. Simpsons,
1: when Homer gets really fat, and he goes to press a phone number in, and the, the message on the phone goes, "Your numbers are. Your fingers are too fat to dial this number." <laughs> That's, That's quite cool. funny.
0: Thanks, mate. Anyway, um, seriously though, that does not count. Actually, the buttons are one of the worst. BB features Chat. Of BlackBerry. BB I d- Chat. <sighs> what's what is BB Chat?
2: Basically, you have lots of people Blackberries. Yeah. And then it's like MSN for Blackberries.
0: Right. Okay. So, what's wrong with Ping? What's Ping? Ping is basically the free chat that iPhone to iPhone use. So it's not a better thing. And Ping is Ping awesome.
1: Before. I see myself as a neutral person in this situation because you both own iPhones and I own. Uh, I don't own a, an iPhone or a BlackBerry that means I, I, you are I own a Sony Ericsson which is oh, blah, blah. they make, make BlackBerry's yeah but mine's just a regular phone it's
2: not like yeah. I feel sorry for Nokia they used to make all the phones it and now is. nobody buys Nokias nope that's true that's because everyone's sick of hearing phones
1: go Power they did r- carry r- that on too long.
2: It, Nokia are teaming up with Windows to make the new phones because they're both getting because Apple are just destroying everyone at the moment. So Windows have teamed up with Nokia to try and like have a bit of a fight back on the go.
0: The argument still stands that there needs to be a better reason. So something that the iPhone doesn't have that the BlackBerry smaller. does that is actually good. It's smaller. So what? I it's not no- as if the iPhone's a big phone. Is Can it? you get
2: apps on Blackberries? Yeah, but nowhere near as many as the iPhone. No,
0: and not as good.
1: What happens if you... Cheaper. If you crack your screen... Okay, I'll oh, have right. that
0: one. It's cheaper. It is That's cheaper. That's not a bad one. But one reason, I can think of 20, 30, 40 reasons why the iPhone oh, is cool
2: Okay,
1: name me 40 right now. No, let's not do that, because we're being thrust on that. Name yeah. three. Name yeah. me the big three. Okay,
0: um, the software that it is used on uh, is better than any other phone software I've ever seen, and it's through iTunes. iTunes is obviously just the king of, oh, of any yeah. type of software. You Second you music
1: one? one. of battery? Yeah,
0: you can. Okay. But then again, that was the other one I was gonna say. Is that uh usually the sizes of uh iPhones, um well actually I think they're about the same size, but you do have uh your iPods on them as well. Mm-hmm. And then the setup of the iPod, that was the that was the classic. So people have Blackberries and have iPods, but that's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's one and two. And like every other phone I've ever seen that uses music, yeah, um, it's, different it's just it's terrible. It's terrible yeah. This is
2: my phone is basically my iPod as well. Like, you need to go to the gym and you just have a phone in one pocket, an iPod in the other. No, this is both. I'm it's going a to get my iPod device. and
1: sellotape it to the back of my phone. Okay. Then you'll press I'll the buttons, have, will you? I will have a self-made iPhone. How do you press the buttons? On the back. But you'll have sellotape over it, Billy. On the top and the bottom, not over the buttons. Then you'll have a speakers cover. face.
0: Okay. You didn't think that one, today. Actually,
2: I wouldn't have the speakers. And the third reason oh. is... Double is double-sided baby? sticky tape in between.
1: days or super glue. Or blue
2: tape. Bluetack not going to work, is it? Well, well,
0: actually, it. it gets hot, and the more it gets hot, the naturally stronger it gets.
2: Yeah, if it gets it cold, melts. things fall off. Had to all the old posters in my room keep falling down because it's always freezing.
0: Anyway, I felt just better. If anybody can come up with a tangible reason, I'll buy them a drink when I see them. What about that?
1: So that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening, and we really look forward to to chatting again. Before in front we go, of you guys, next quick question. Sorry, I just got in it, the right? middle of stuff. We could have edited. Does anybody
2: the know? I, I found out today, but I bet you two, well, you might, because I have said it. I already, know. Right? What's, you know, above the door you're going to a jail, there's a crest. You know, there's revolving doors, the crest's like embedded into the door. No, I don't building. know what
0: it says in Latin. Mm. I don't know what the Latin thing is.
2: Hmm. See, I think we should know that kind of thing. That's kind of stuff we should. I know. think it's I can it'll, find out. It'll say I something found out. about I learning or teaching.
0: What does it mean?
2: In knowledge lies opportunity.
0: That's pretty smart. is, isn't
2: it? And in Latin, it's like some Latin word.
0: No, not better than Nilsas Nisi Optimum, but you know. What's that? We all can't be winners. Nothing but the best. Yeah. Evans.
2: What's the the worst Caesars? Is it Vini Vidi, Vidi,
1: Vidi, Vici?
2: Yeah. K my saw i K I, 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 I love how you think of the People's Club one and I think of this little Conquer took over you. it does not surprise me. Right. Um, we'd like to win the show, Billy, again. So that's Take all two. from a- <laughs> Come on, you need to get better at this, Billy. I'm I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna punch in your eye, I guess.
0: If you do that I will
2: Punch in your eye and ready. put glasses in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> then no. there's won
0: Billy, come on. Game
2: face. Poker, poker, poker face. Shut up. Should I end it if he really? No. no.
1: <laughs> it's not that hard. He's got,
2: this is the end of the show. <clears throat> He's
1: got the giggles now. So that's all we've got for this week. Thanks again for listening. We've really appreciated uh, your comments. Hope <laughs> you emailed us in. And oh. we're really looking forward <laughs> to, to coming back and next to Thanks again.